0: Hello and welcome to the Denver Homes Market Report. Well, 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 today marks our 33rd episode. I hope you are a subscriber to the show. If you are, then you already know. The end of each month, what we do is we go back and we look at all the deals closed last year compared to this year. Well, we are not quite there yet for November of 2020. However, I really need your help. I mean, seriously. I have buyer clients right now. I have multiple sets of buyers in different price ranges, different wants, different needs. I have some potential sellers who can't sell because they have nothing to buy as their next home. You know, us as realtors, we're always telling you the time to buy is now or the time to sell is now. You know, sometimes that's just based on your particular situation. Maybe it's low rates, where if you're a renter, you should be buying. Maybe it's rising rent prices, where locking in a low mortgage would be advantageous. Those are all fine and good. I mean, really, like my good friend Jack Sandrigs Riggs at the Mortgage Network always says, it's always a great day to buy real estate. But today, I'm here to take my case to you. If you currently own a home anywhere, and I mean anywhere in the greater Denver metro area, I mean, I'm talking from Fort Collins to Castle Pines and from Aurora to Golden and anywhere in between, I have buyers. Here's the deal. I jumped into my MLS time machine. I wanted to see how many homes we had available, the total number of listings last year for the entire month of October. You know what? We had 28,000 listings available last year, 2019. Do you know how many homes we had for this last month, October 2020? We had just 16,000. What? (laughs) Yes, 16,000. I mean, I'm not an economics major, but I do comprehend the basics of supply and demand. When the supply is low and the demand is high, What do you do? Well, prices rise. And my gosh, they have risen. I bet if you bought your home even just a few years back, you were thinking, you know what? This is my life savings and homes are never going to go up from here. Well, my friend, let me tell you. If you bought your home even just a few years back, you have probably made money. So, you know the time to sell is now. We have established that. Now, let's say you still need to buy a home. You you can sell your current one, which may not be serving your needs as it once did. But then what? So let's explore that thought just for a minute here. Let's just go over one possible scenario. Say you bought or maybe you refied five years ago. So what's your rate? I'm going to guess around 4.75%. If your rate is even higher than 4.75%, you really need to listen here. And you know, the easy first answer is, well, I don't need to sell my home, I can just do a refinance. No cost out of pocket, right? I mean, you hear those fancy commercials, you can even get cash back to pay off your high interest credit cards. Well, just so you know, banks do not refi your home as a nice charity. They are not just trying to help you out. And in fact, in most cases, the average refi costs you about 1.5% of your loan value. So if your loan is $500,000, guess what? You very well may spend $7,500 as a cost to refi. What? Well, how does that work? I mean, your payment is going down, right? Here's the deal. You have already been paying on your home for five years, and you pay the most interest and the least amount of principal during those first five years. Now you are lower in your rate and perhaps even going to a back to a 30 year mortgage. So now you do a refi. You just kind of wasted the last five years paying all that interest. Now you're going to add another $7,500 onto your current loan. So now you can refi into this lower rate. That's all fine and good. Let's say you even save, say, $200 a month. Let's do some quick math. How many months must you pay to get back to the breaking even point? Well, in this case, a little over 37 months. So if you are likely to sell in the next three to five years, I mean, in this case, you have already lived in the home for five years at least, and so another three to five, now you're looking at eight to 10 years. Statistics show most people sell their home within about five to seven years. I mean, life changes, job transfers, promotions, new baby on the way, kids go off to college. You know, There are many reasons why people sell their homes, and in most cases, at that five to seven year mark. So what if I told you, there may be a good reason to sell your home now. Well, I already said that earlier. There is low inventory right now. Low supply versus high demand equals time to sell. So let's get back to my story here. You have lived in your home for five years now, your rate somewhere around 4.75 percent. You know it's time for a new home. When you sell your current home, during that closing process, You also close out your old loan and your old rate, but you also buy your new home. And here's the kicker. Your rate very well may be as low as 2.75%. You can get into your new home now and save 2% or maybe even more on your current interest rate. So yes, you are selling in a crazy high market. You're getting top dollar and yes, You are also buying a new home in this same crazy market. But now, instead of 4.75% or even higher, your rate on your new loan could be somewhere below 3%. So if you plan to sell in the next three to five years, give me a call. Let's see if we can do that now. 720-688-5110. You know, last week I promised you a story. I know this guy. He bought a home at age 30. It was a small condo built in 1978. This was in year 2000. Actually, it was the tail end of 1999. Then he met the love of his life. And two years later, his boyfriend at the time ended up moving to Boston for school. So after a year of renting there in Boston, this guy and his boyfriend... They bought a condo there in Boston for him to live in while he was going to school. This guy's parents needed a house, and him and his sister scraped together enough money to put down a, a down payment so their parents could buy this house. Now we're talking around like 2005. If you've been around a minute, you remember 2008 to 2012. Well, in case you need a reminder, the mortgage market crashed. The automobile market crashed. The financial markets crashed. Maybe not all in that order, but you get my point. Things were really bad. This guy has three homes, all between family and friends. And in fact, his retired parents, who were already on a shoestring, were living in a home. And this guy is looking at bankruptcy as a possible option to get out of this mess. I mean, he bought three homes all with money borrowed from friends and family, along with hefty mortgages. So the banks want their money. And these houses are all worth half, or maybe even less than half of what they paid for them just a few years back. So what does this guy do? Well, he downsized. He moved in with his boyfriend in Boston into their tiny 340 square foot place. He found a restaurant job, He rented out his condo that he had bought, the one back in 1999. He told his parents not to worry and that everything was fine. You know, they were retired. They had very little money. Oh, did I mention uh, they took in three small children from family members who needed help? Yeah, a three-year-old boy, a five-year-old boy, and a seven-year-old girl with his retired parents in this house. This guy couldn't tell him that he was on the brink of losing it all. And his retired parents and these three small children may be homeless if he doesn't figure this out. So I get to Boston. I mean, um, this guy gets to Boston. (laughs) Sells his beloved car for pennies on the dollar just to pay off credit card debt that he had racked up during this move and such. Yes, this guy was me. I did this. But you know what? I worked my tail off. I refused to let my parents and their three adopted children become homeless. I had my renter in my first condo. I paid every penny I made to make sure at least the minimum payments were made. It wasn't easy, but I didn't lose my cool. I kept paying and paying, and pretty soon, things turned around. My father passed away a few years later. I lost my mom a couple years later after that. The three adopted children had a guardian who kept paying that rent payment, Eventually, rented out even the Boston condo. Uh, my fiancé finished his PhD, picked up a job in Miami, Florida. We moved there and rented for a year. Um, we rented out the Boston condo. You know, we were okay. So we sold the first condo, the one back from 1999. Got almost double from what we paid about 13 years prior. You know, that helped. Then we sold the Boston condo, made a nice profit there. Ended up buying a condo in Miami, fixing that one up and selling that. My point, the economy and the housing market is going to do whatever it is it's going to do. If you find ways to hang in there, you're one of the lucky ones. You know, I had help, but I never gave up. Those three kids and my parents, they were never going to know what was going on if I could possibly help it. Years later, after those three kids were all over 18, me and my sister and my brother-in-law, we went to the house, we renovated and sold it just a few years ago, and we did okay. Real estate is a financial tool, you know, just like a hammer. It can hurt you or it can help you build a house. It's up to you how you choose to utilize real estate to build your dreams. Don't let yourself get caught up in overextension, but do own real estate. Everyone needs a roof over your head, whether that's renting or owning. So at least buy that roof over your head. Don't keep paying your landlord's mortgage. If you're, you're paying either way, you, you very may well take on that risk and potentially build your own wealth, not theirs. I think you would be hard pressed to look at any 10-year period especially in the metro areas and you know like it or not uh, Denver is certainly now a metro area. But anyway, I think you would be hard-pressed to look at any 10-year period where someone bought real estate and held on to that real estate, paid their payments, and 10 years later that investment didn't pay off. Like I said, it's a financial tool. You must use it correctly. Ladies and gentlemen, that is my show for today and a little personal story from my heart to yours this covid virus is going nuts please protect yourself and others wear a mask keep your distance this is ricky schoonover of mode real estate wishing you an amazing week stay safe stay at home as much as possible subscribe and binge listen to my podcast This wraps up now 33 episodes. That should keep you busy for a while. Go back and listen to all 33. Just ask your smart speaker. Please play my podcast, the Denver Homes Market Report. If you own a home, let's get it to market. Now, 720-688-5110. Please tune in next week.